Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. The FT. I've just received an invitation to Fortune magazine's Most Powerful Women meeting to be held next month at Claridge's Hotel in London. I hope you're impressed. Not by the fact that I've been selected. That's not impressive at all. The deal is that I... Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Part with $2,200 and in return get to listen to innovative groundbreakers such as Billie Jean King. No, the impressive thing has nothing to do with power or women or yesterday's tennis players. Instead, it's the word meeting. Something strange has happened to this word without us noticing. It's vanished. In the past few months, I've received invitations to all sorts of meetings, but not one of them was called that. Instead, I've been asked to an influential ideas exchange, to a teleconference gender focus group, an exclusive breakfast briefing, a focused women's network, a facilitation enhancement day, even grimmer to an e-forum keynote seminar, and most off-putting of all, to a creativity gym for innovative leaders. As well as that lot, there have been four workshops, one colloquium, two webinars, three roundtable conversations and one retreat. The only meeting brave enough to call itself by its real name is the Fortune Woman's thing. Yet even that doesn't have the bottle to go the whole way. On its website, the event is described as a meeting, but in the irritating, breathless letter I received, the senders, it took four women to write it, lost their nerve, dropped the M-word, and went for an intimate, high-level gathering instead. It's not hard to work out why no one talks of meetings anymore. It's because they're boring and pointless and we all hate them. Yet instead of responding to such dislike by holding fewer... Conveners of meetings have decided to have even more, but to rename them in the hope that people will somehow like them better than before. Last week, the New York Times reported that Andrew Cuomo, the state governor, had rebranded all his meetings summits. So far, he's held a tourism summit, a beer, wines and spirits summit, and even a yoghurt summit. It's not just happening in New York. This week, London Business School holds the Global Leadership Summit, which sounds even less fun than the yoghurt one. You can see the attraction. Call your grotty little meeting a summit, and hey presto, everyone who shows up can convince themselves they're a member of the group of eight. But the summit, to mix a metaphor, is the tip of the iceberg. 
An even more grandiose choice is to call it a forum. The planet's most self-satisfied event has taken this route, the World Economic Forum in Davos. So too has Morgan Stanley with its Macro Ideas and Insights Forum, held in London a couple of weeks ago. Once you get into the spirit of it, there's nothing to stop you from using more than one self-important name for your meeting. The CEO conclave in India is not only a conclave, but also a closed-door invite-only summit. Not all meetings are aiming at importance, however. Some are making a different pretense, that they're cool. No one does this better than TED, which states that its meetings have been called the ultimate brain spa, and even more tendentiously, a four-day journey into the future. Would-be cool companies have long since shunned meetings. They have idea showers and creativity workouts instead. The third pretense is that meetings are informal and democratic, hence the round-table conversations, huddles, gatherings, get-togethers, team talks and powwows. Informal meetings are even better when they come with food attached. Who could fear a meeting when it's as friendly as a brown bag huddle? The final and most heroic pretense is that the meeting is going to be useful. So we have workshops, or worse still, facilitated workshops, briefings and debriefings. There used to be the teaching until that was considered too doctrinaire. Now there's no teaching, only learning. Some of the dullest meetings I've ever been to at the FT were the Friday lunch and learn sessions. More cheese in the title than in the sandwich. Some of the new names make more than one pretense at once. A rule of thumb, the more pretending in the name, the more essential to avoid the meeting. The reason I won't be at Claridge's next month isn't just the $2,200 price tag. The intimate high-level gathering is a total giveaway. You can't be grand and cosy all at once. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.